0: Spoiler alert! everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I am James Anderson, one of your hosts.
1: And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we are going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. Now, James. Yeah. It is uh, not the end of time yet,
0: if I'm not saying Not say quite. That. Not okay. quite. Um, we're still going. We're still going strong, you might say.
1: Okay. Some That's might good. say that. Now, can you tell me if it's the end of another dynasty?
0: Um, well, yes. Kind of. Um, it's... So here's where we are. Yes. We're still talking about Shang-Chi. Yep. Oh, um, of course. When Wu is going through time and taking out He's
1: empires. He's traveling through
0: time? He's, well, you know what, Colin, we all are.
1: When <laughs> In the grand scheme of things.
0: Um... It's really hard to go the other way, though. Um, That's a good point. So this is going to be a story about a different empire than one that is in China. And I think that it's very interesting. So let's talk about the synopsis of the episode, and then we'll get into it. Okay. In this episode, uh, which starts at 2.44 and ends at 2.49, it's one of our infamous timeline scavengers, five-second clips. <laughs> um <laughs> Where, so what happens here is um, a man in an, a uniform is walking across a parapet. Um, and That's he's such a good tra-
1: word, parapet. It? Yeah,
0: it's like if you get two dogs. Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: no, I'm mad at that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's I'm mixed feelings. I'll, I'll have a, a split visitation on that one. So, and he's being followed by two. Knights in armor, mm-hmm. sort of shining, semi-shiny armor. Um, and then there's a ninja, or sort of what is stereotypically, I don't know if it's ninjutsu necessarily. There's a man in black with a black mask on that attacks him and stabs him, and and he he, he goes off the edge of the castle. It's a castle. It, it's, yeah, exactly. Um, is
1: there a Wilhelm scream in that?
0: I don't believe so. Okay. I think there's a Ra, but I don't think it's a... There's a like, a, like a, I think there's a scream. I okay. don't think he's silent.
1: Yeah, but not and like... he's
0: like, mm, I've made peace with my... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm prepared to meet my maker.
0: This is fine. I owed lots of taxes. Um. Okay. By the way, I slept with your wife. Like, like, <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? Who said that? Thwip. Yep. Um. Okay, so... Oh, Spider-Man? Okay. <laughs> 17th century Spider-Man. Okay, so... 1602... Uh, 1602,
1: 1604. What is it?
0: There's 1602, I believe. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that is Uh, a very um, good series, actually.
0: That is a very good series. (laughs) I like it. For sure. Why that year? Okay. So I had some trouble with this, and truly, as we've spoken about all of these first scenes of Shang-Chi, because what is going on here. Cause basically in the story it's sort of like what's going on here? Okay. Time went and actually I didn't get that I didn't I there's there's transcript to be read in actually this episode and the twelve oh three episode that I didn't read. Um stuff is being said like, oh no, uh this guy he wanted to amass power and so he was tossing people all so, all off all sorts of castles. I think that's a direct quote.
1: <laughs> I believe um, so. Wow. Well. <laughs>
0: This, you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings was originally going to be called Shang-Chi and all sorts of castles. Um, So basically, Shang-Chi tells me a story. Um... (laughs) The problem I had was that there was no um, Chiron at the bottom saying what year we're talking about here. So I had to go I had to go based on costumes and I did so much research, Colin, on Alright, what what military uniform is it with uh, white pants, um, black boots, blue jacket with sort of like a white inlay and kind of like floral whatever. It has a gold belt, all this stuff. I was doing some searches that I was like, whew, okay, so um, I put it on Twitter, I right. took a picture. I actually took a picture of all of the things that I had evidence for. I don't know if uh, listeners will remember the 1203 episode. I took a picture of the uh, men in with red tassels and also of the cart with the cash falling out of it. Um, but I took a picture of this guy walking down the parapet and he is, um, you know, so I was like, does anyone know who, when this guy's costume would indicate that he's from? We have a friend named George. Uh, they are a friend of the network. Mm-hmm. Um, and they asked for more information because they had it's one of those like, my buddy might know give me some more yeah. factors to put in. So I told I told them sort of what's going on with like, you know, this is from Shang-Chi, it's this thing, it's, it would be like an empire situation, it would be after 1203, but before 1941 all the way <laughs> to the widest range possible <laughs> it's in this 700 year period right here. Um, that was a down right exactly exactly um i mean in a way it does
1: because it surely was not in the 1900s
0: right exactly and probably not the Uh, 18s but anyway right um so george got back to me and they said their friend said what what you're looking at is in my opinion a group of turcos or tercios and a very fashion forward commander (laughs) here was the evidence that they gave Okay. The breastplates they're wearing are typical of 1500s, 1600s era armor and their helmets look like salads, sallets, S A L L E T S, which were sort of yes sort of sort of yes sort of no common for the soldiers. My own research indicated that Spain indicates Spain because there's like the where it would be sort of maybe like a white or ruffled shirt on on other things. Mm-hmm they have sort of like floral designs on like the sleeves and like the, the wrist parts Mm -hmm. and stuff, um, which I did find, uh, I found pictures of Simon Bolivar, um, who is from South America, but was raised in, in Spain for a little bit. Um, he's sort of a, a famous, uh, famous South American, uh, figure down there. Um, Bolivia, (laughs) I think is maybe named after, after him. Um,
1: I he had that same that.
0: sort of a floral designs on his on his stuff too. So, which puts us at uh, basically, I'm saying this is in 1619 because the tercios, as we'll, we'll, we'll learn about what that is, uh, tercio. Yeah, um, I just noticed the, the pronunciation is is here from where I copy pasted. They were around from 1534 to 1703. So is the average like right of that is 1619. Right. Congratulations, James. So, and I did I did also double check that today too, um, just to make sure, just you know. Um, so the Tercios were a military unit of the Spanish army in the early modern period. They were famous for their resistance and effectiveness on the battlefield, forming the elite military units of the Spanish monarchy. The Tercios were the essential piece of the powerful land forces of the Spanish Empire, sometimes also fighting with the navy. They marked a rebirth of battlefield infantry comparable to Roman legions or Macedonian phalanxes. The Spanish tercios were the first modern European army understood as made up of professional volunteers instead of the levies raised for a campaign or the hired mercenaries typically used in other European countries. Over a period of one and a half centuries, their position as the finest European infantry was built upon their professional training and high proportion of old soldiers, veteranos, um in conjunction with the particular elan imparted imparted by the lower nobility who commanded them fashion forward commander um oh. in addition they were the first to effectively mix pikes and firearms uh and they i think they called them that's metal as fuck Arquebuses. A-R-Q-U-E-B-U-S-E-S. um arquebuses um so those were tercios are i looked up salads and i'm not sure i agree with george's friend as much with this because they were a 15th century thing okay uh it was a combat helmet it replaced the the bascinet, which literally looks like we have this piece of metal that looks roughly like a head would fit in there let's pop it on that's what <laughs> like a bascinet looks like to me okay um they replaced the bascinet in italy western and northern europe and hungary during the mid-15th century in Italy, France, and England, the armet helmet was also popular. But in Germany, the sallet became almost universal. And then, what I what I didn't copy and paste is basically it was sort of done by before the 1600s uh, happened. Now that doesn't mean that the tercios and the sallets wouldn't potentially like don't have crossover points crossover for TV. sure. Um, but um, it's less likely. It's less likely, and the the shape of the helmets that these guys are wearing and the shape of the salads aren't as exactly the same close yeah so i think what we can take from this is basically wenwu's army is take because we don't see wenwu in this scene actually because we only see the the ninja now it could be that the that the ninja is wenwu but a scene where Wenwu just decided to use a knife instead of his rings would be a wild thing to put in the middle of this montage.
1: I agree with that, yeah.
0: Um, but I think the point is basically, he's doing all this damage, and he doesn't even have to be there to take down some of this stuff.
1: Right. Well, because in the, uh, I guess technically it was two scenes ago, but we did see him training his right. army.
0: Right. So I think or, this is watching probably, them being trained.
1: Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, Presumably surely he trained, he yeah, trained exactly. some people and then was right. like, all right. It's a lot like when you work in like retail you train
0: your replacement. Yeah, exactly. So it's like
1: <laughs> you like train like the guy who comes in after you and then you're like, I'm not doing that again. You train this new newbie and they're like, right. okay, great. And then they right. just regurgitate the same information, but it's always slightly less correct. Right. To, until you get to the point where you have like an intern that comes in and you're like, what are you doing? Like, well, Stephen told me and you're like, talk how did steven get to be the person that taught you like what is happening it's like five exactly. guys after me okay.
0: <laughs> five guys what um oh, I'm hungry. so um uh, <laughs> um so basically what we can take from this is one you needed covert ops because to have the news that a chinese army was taking over these empires Will be huge and not great for sort of moving in shadow sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. Two, um, and then you'd also want to have sort of a coup situation more than a we own this empire thing. Um, Two, these guys in armor are like the marines of the time. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're easily, like, basically. This guy is like, oh, got your got your guy. Sorry, I know you're the best of the best, and you've mixed pikes and firearms, but oops, knife to the heart and off of the off of the castle. Gets him every time. Um, so I think that it's really interesting because I think that if these are if this is the period of Tercios, it actually makes a lot of sense for what we see happen in this very, very brief scene. And I don't have any music related. We have your father is still playing the track from Shang-Chi uh, by uh, Joel P. West is still playing. Um,
1: Does he say anything about the
0: ninja? Uh, he he, he did. When I wrote the music for the ninja, um, <laughs> I, he also is unhinged um, because Chi's be lost brother. Right. Exactly. They don't let you put on the, the black suit unless you're unhinged. They're like, hey, how hinged are you? And you're like a little. They're like, get out of here. Get right out of here. Um, and come back when you've lost all your hinge.
1: Come back right. when you've blown everything off its hinges.
0: Hinge, the app meant to be uh, killed by the time you're a ninja. Um, hinge. Hmm? We
1: both all made right. a face of like, is that anything? <laughs> is that something? Hmm?
0: Could- that be... came in, I, I didn't see that coming. It was sort of a... It came yeah, in that was nice. It, silently, like Sometimes um,
1: there's a nice little surprise yeah. in things in that we of, say and we go, oh, yeah. hmm. Yeah, maybe
0: less a punchline and more of a stab mm-hmm. and throw you off a castle line
1: we'll, we'll come back to it
0: yeah yeah let that simmer for a little bit <laughs> um that's all I have for for 1619 though it's it was sort of like big spanish stuff was going on the spanish inquisition all that stuff they got their their marines um
1: aha i see what is happening here the spanish inquisition yeah. And no one ever expects a ninja at the Spanish Inquisition.
0: The Sp- the Spanish nin- Ninja Acquisition. The
1: Spanish Ninquisition.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's that's right. So but that, yeah, that's all I have for uh seventeenth century Spain. Um nineteen thirty one, back to you.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> So, hey, listen, if you want to sneak up on us, you don't really have to. You could just follow us uh, and find out more information without having to lurk or anything like that. Or stab <laughs> follow us at a safe
0: us. distance and don't attack yeah, us. That's what I'm saying. Please don't throw us over people. a
1: castle wall. Oh, uh, but God, you can follow us at Timeline Scav. You can also follow the Scavengers Network, the podcast network that we are a part of, uh, at Scavengers Net. If you would like to follow me, you can follow me at Colin M. Parker. Now, James, if people want to find you, where would they yeah. do that?
0: Uh, you can sneak up on me over on Twitter at Unabashed James.
1: Now, if you would like to sneak up on some good tunes, mm. check out Nick Bramald at N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D or nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. He's the guy that created the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of this show. And we dig that tune very much. It Mm -hmm. gets me hype every single time. Does it have a name? Uh, It's Literally, I think it's just called the opening theme or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because it's a combination of the, or sorry, like thematically, it's a combination of the Avengers theme and also the Marvel Studios tag, Mm -hmm. so if we can find a name potentially for what that would potentially look like or sound like, you know, we can maybe give it a name.
0: Marvenjo's.
1: Uh, That's getting further from it. I think,
0: you know, I don't know if you've had the new cheddar Marvenjo's, but they are very good. (laughs)
1: Uh, Now, speaking of things that you can try. Oh, I would like for you to try out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the scavengers network for just $2 a month. You can get all sorts of bonus content from this show, and from uh, Myth Takes and from Spooky Spouses and from Side Character quests, There's a lot of shows that have content there. And again, it's just $2 a month. That's the cost of like $2 uh, menu items without the tax. So, yep. Nailed it. you know, not bad. Two
0: Delaware dollar menu items. That's
1: exactly what it
0: is. It's like buying two comic books in 1992. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, And yeah and so anyway so like it's it's honestly it's not a lot but you know it goes a long way and it helps support this show and many other shows and events that we like to hold like uh the scavengers network indie podcast showcase Mm -hmm. uh all sorts of good fun little things here at the network um so once again that Scavengers nope once again that is patreon.com slash the scavengers network and with that, that's going to do it for us on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. We're going to see y'all next time. Uh, but until then, as always, I'm Colin Parker.
0: I'm James Anderson. Step, step, castle. Ah. Excelsior! <laughs> saw kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap kirby did you steal the microwave (laughs) oh hello there gentle listener i didn't hear you there you caught me reading the longest written work in the english language the subspace emissary's world's conquest a super smash brothers fan fiction but let's set that aside for now
1: to advertise our podcast hi I'm Beth and I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fandom Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture,
0: the people and things they create,
1: and everything in between.
0: Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on The Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts.
1: The Scavengers Network.
0: Creator-driven,
1: community-focused,
0: treasured content.